Section 7 of the American Bee Journal, Volume 17, Number 14, April 6, 1881. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The American Bee Journal, Volume 17, Number 14, April 6, 1881, by Various. Raspberry as a Honey Plant, by D.D. D. Palmer. The raspberry can be grown in any lands that will produce a crop of corn or potatoes. It furnishes a fine quality of honey and a delicious fruit coming immediately after strawberries. Sandy or light soils produce a better flavored fruit, but not so much nor as large as clay soils. The ground should be spaded or plowed deep and raked or harrowed thoroughly so as to pulverize it. If you get plants by mail, dip them in water as soon as received and bury the roots in moist shady ground until you are ready to set them out. Plants can be sent by mail with as much certainty of arriving in good condition as if carried personally or sent by express. Handle so as to expose the roots to the sun and wind as little as possible. For garden or field culture, plant two and a half or three feet apart in the row and the rows six feet apart. A convenient implement to use in setting any small plants is called a dibble, made similar to a mason's trowel, and cost me 25 cents each. Make the holes deep enough to take in the long roots without doubling them up. Spread the roots out like a fan, fill with mellow soil, and pack snugly among the roots. If the ground is dry, pour in water before filling, then fill up with dry or moist soil, leaving the surface loose and mellow. If dry weather prevails, remove the top soil and pour in plenty of water. After the water has settled, replace the soil. They may be cultivated the same as corn, being careful not to cultivate too deep as some of the roots grow near the surface. Cabbage or other root plants may be planted and cultivated among them the first season. Fruit trees may be planted with them in the row. There are several ways of training the bushes. Some use stakes. This we consider an expensive practice unless it be used for garden planting when very close planting is required and it is not wished to have a spreading bush. Our methods consist in training them while they are growing. When 18 inches high, pinch off with the fingers or where a field is to be pruned, we have found a pair of large scissors with blades 5 inches long to be an excellent thing to prune with. With them, we can prune a row as fast as we can walk. You will need to prune the patch two or three times each season. In the spring, when the plants are one year old, prune or cut off all the laterals within 12 or 18 inches of the main stalk before they start to grow. The second season, out the dead wood and train the laterals so as to make the rows like a hedge. Nip or cut off the new shoots when three feet high. In this way, they will bear larger and better fruit, are more convenient to pick, and are not blown down by the wind as the bushes support each other. The red varieties are increased by suckers or sprouts from the roots. They may be cultivated two seasons, and if needed for honey more than choice fruit, they may be allowed to occupy the ground. The black caps are increased from the tips, i.e. by the ends of the vines taking root. The Doolittle, Mammoth Cluster, and Home Sweet Home are especially adapted to cultivate in hedgerows on account of their stock canes. Farmers might load their tables with this delicious health-giving fruit the year-round by setting 25 plants of Doolittle for early and 100 of Sweet Home for late use in canning. New Boston the third. End of section 7